Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. Today we're concluding our series, Know When to Say No, by talking about one of the most important aspects of your business, your team. Your team is a vital part of your business's success and hopefully you love each and every member of your team. But today, we're gonna talk about what needs to happen when you don't. Your team grew alongside your business, and I know you work to fill each position with hardworking experts who could help you reach your goals for your company. But no matter how qualified your new hires seem, there's always a chance that things might shift down the road. We've all been there. You bring somebody on board with high hopes, but they just don't live up to your expectations. Or you have a team member who started off strong, but now their productivity and results are starting to lapse. Nobody likes to let a team member go, but sometimes it has to be done. So today, we're gonna discuss the signs that a team member is no longer pulling their weight, and I'll share some ideas on improving their performance. Unfortunately, improvement isn't always an option, so we'll also discuss the steps you should take to fire someone as painlessly as possible. Here's the thing. Nobody ever wants to fire a member of their team. It's hard, it's emotional, and it's uncomfortable. But there are some circumstances when you just don't have a choice. If you notice warning signs like decreased productivity, increased tardiness or absenteeism, and an overall lack of interest and drive to meet goals and advance the company, you have to take action. But that doesn't mean firing them should be your first move. Sure, there's a problem that needs to be dealt with, but the situation isn't hopeless. The first step is to determine whether a problem can be fixed, and that starts with communication. If you have a trusted worker that has suddenly hit a rut, find out why. Schedule a time to meet one-on-one and simply ask them what's going on. If your team member has always been a reliable hard worker, chances are there is an outside source affecting their job performance. It could be a family problem, health issue, or countless other things. If you find that to be the case, Talk to your team member about what they need to get through this difficult time. It might be helpful to temporarily reduce their workload or extend some deadlines. If they are truly struggling, it might be necessary for them to take a short leave of absence to deal with whatever is going on. It's natural to want to help good long-term team members through a rough patch, but what if you are dealing with someone who doesn't inspire your goodwill? You know the ones I mean, the ones with a rotten attitude, the one who never seems to willingly learn and improve, the one who won't take responsibility and acts like they're doing you a favor by meeting the bare minimum of a job requirement? That one's a little harder, right? I totally get it. But I also think you should proceed with caution. While I understand the impulse to fire them, I'm still going to encourage you to try to work through the problem first. Here's the thing. No member of your team should ever be surprised to be fired. If they're ousted suddenly and without warning, you haven't done your managerial duty. Honestly, firing should never be your first choice. It should always be seen as a final option after you've already made multiple attempts to correct a problem. Unless, of course, there is that one or two circumstances that I can think of that is a mandatory immediate firing. And of course, those things are like theft of your information, using uh, your money in a way they shouldn't, you know, violating the credit card they may have um, access to, bad-mouthing you in public. You know, certain things are fireable immediately, but generally speaking, 
most things can be worked out. It's not just about giving your team member a fair chance. It also comes down to simple economics. If you lose someone, you have to take time out of your busy schedule to review applications, interview prospects, onboard, and train a new hire. And all of that takes time and money. So it's always best to keep turnover to a minimum. So if you're dealing with an entitled team member with a bad attitude, you need to start with communication and documentation. First, you sit them down and let them know that there's a problem. Keep your professionalism. State the issues you've noticed without letting your frustration get the best of you. Calmly discuss the problem and work together to create a performance improvement plan. The plan should define specific issues and provide detailed improvement goals and a timeline to achieve them. Schedule regular follow-up meetings and document everything. If you have to correct behavior, make note of it, but also take note of improvements on a job well done. Don't forget to keep track of all meetings, even if they're quick and informal. Having this type of documentation helps you keep tabs on issues, and it could come in handy if you're eventually forced to fire them. Sometimes you might hire someone only to find that they don't mesh well with your other team members. Maybe they're pushy and argumentative, and it leads to a toxic working environment. Maybe they have a negative attitude and a tendency to badmouth others. Maybe it's the complete opposite and you have a team member that's too shy or reserved to contribute ideas and make themselves heard so they're not contributing anything useful to your company. Obviously, the first step is communication, improvement plan, and so on. But what if you never get them on the same page as the rest of your team? It's not easy, but in most cases, you need to bite the bullet and let the outlier go. In order for your business to truly succeed, your team needs to work together like a well-oiled machine. If you tried all of your improvement options and they're still not coming together as a team, it's up to you to remove the problem. You might face the same situation if you hire someone that ultimately does not share your vision of your business. If they don't have a growth mindset and they're not willing to learn, you might not be able to fix the issue. If they don't fit the pace of your business and either can't keep up or rush ahead and cause problems, you might have to let them go. So let's talk about how you can fire an individual as painlessly as possible. Look, it's never going to be easy, but you can make it swift, professional, and drama-free. Once you've made your decision to fire a team member, you must stand firm. Start preparing for their exit before you meet with them. Make checklists for any company property that needs to be returned, if any. Generally, if they're remote and they're contractors, there aren't any, but just be sure you have that covered. You also arrange to get all pertinent passwords changed after they're gone because you're going to have them removed from the account or you're going to be changing your passwords if they had access to direct passwords uh, to your admin side of your accounts. And then gather any necessary information on severance or insurance. Again, that's going to be based on whether or not they're an employee or a contractor. In most cases, and most of the people I work with, it's a contractor basis. So severance and insurance usually aren't a, a part of this. But if you do happen to have someone who is an employee, you definitely need to consider that. It's also a good idea to give your IT support team a heads up so they can be prepared to disable access to email and company files or documents. They'll be discreet but prepared to lock down accounts as needed. Try to meet face-to-face -face, if at all possible and maintain the utmost professionalism throughout. Of course, again, if they're remote, you're going to be doing this hopefully over Zoom or WebEx in a live conference with the cameras on. But if they are local to you, meet in person if you can. Be straightforward. Tell them your decision, 
no apologies, and wish them well in future endeavors. Be prepared for emotion, but keep yours under control. Leave no room for negotiations. Your decision is final. If they ask for reasons, you can revisit documented performance reviews or the performance improvement plan, but don't spend too much time on it. It doesn't change the outcome, and there's no need to prolong an unpleasant experience. Once it's done, you'll need to address your team. This is another scenario when brevity is best. No need to tell the rest of your team that the individual was fired. Simply let them know that this person is no longer working at the company. Then you'll need to fill your team in on the transition plan. Let them know if you intend to hire a replacement and how the workload will be allocated in the interim. Tell them that they can feel free to come to you with any questions or concerns that they may have about the transition period. Finally, follow up with your IT team to make sure passwords have been changed and accounts have been disabled as needed. Always make sure the security side of things is done quickly. You never want the opportunity for someone to come in and do things that are unprofessional and unethical just because they were let go. I hope you never find yourself in the position of firing a team member, but if you do, I want you to have the strategies you need to make it go as smoothly as possible. I love having long-term team members. Most of my team has been with me for a very long time, and I like to keep it that way. But things change. People grow in different directions. Circumstances change. You never know what might happen to where you have to let somebody go, whether they've been long-term or short-term. And now, I'd like to hear your top tips on termination. Have you ever had to fire anyone? How did you handle it? Did you have any of those scenarios where it did have to be instant because it was such an egregious offense against the company or your name or the security of your company that you had to just say, done right here, right now. Hopefully you haven't had any of those. Hopefully it's always been little things here that just developed over time to where it wasn't a fit for you guys anymore. Though that's not easy, it's still a good, better situation, I should say, of letting someone go than if there's an egregious offense against you, your company, your reputation, and your clients. That's another area that's very tricky when it comes to termination. So again, Let me know what you've experienced with terminating team members. You can share with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. That's a wrap on our Know When to Say No series. I appreciate you sticking with me. Next week, I want to accentuate the positive. So we're going to talk about saying yes to great opportunities. We're going to look at things that are great for your business. We'll focus on opportunities to grow that will make you say a resounding yes. Sounds good, doesn't it? I know I like the sound of it. So hopefully I'll see you then. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.